morning, good afternoon, good night. It is your boy, the Hip Hop Lobby, is coming to you live and direct from Just Politics and Studios. And today, I'm sitting out with the big homie Feezy the Great to talk about one of the biggest fallacies in American history, the biggest fantasy and daydream and wet dream, which is the American dream. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not anti-America here. We're not going to bash America on this. But what we're talking about is, you know, the American dream of you got to go to school to get a quality education and, you know, go get a go to college, get a degree. There'll be a workforce and a job out here waiting for you. You're going to get a wife or a husband. Go get a house and raise your family and be knee deep in taxes and bullshit and a fucked up environment. And then you realize that there are no real jobs and you have all these degrees and you follow the plan. You follow the American dream. But you don't have shit to show for it. And other people who just take it different, who understand finances and taxes and take advantage of the opportunities of the American dream. And what really separates the two? You feel me? I mean, because I could only assume that most of our listeners followed the plan. They, they followed the blueprint. But in the end... Some of us still fucked up because we we got too deep in that wet American dream. But anyway, this is the Hip Hop Lobbyist. As you know, we'll take a short musical interlude. The next voices you hear will be of mine and Feezy the Great as we talk about the American dream. And this is the Just Politic and Podcast. Stay tuned. This ain't no fashion show, motherfucker. We live in. Caucasians, 
the American dream for African Americans, the American dream for immigrants, the American dream for foreigners, the American dream for Asian, uh, people of Asian descent, the American dream for Indians, the American dream of all these different races and all these different cultures are all different. So I think overall the American dream was, you know, you're supposed to come to America, it's the land of the free, home of the brave. You're supposed to be this, you're supposed to get a job, and you're supposed to work, and you're supposed to be happy, patriotic, you're supposed to live and love your country. If you're chosen, if you're ever so chosen, or if you decide you're going to join the army to fight for your country, be the, be a proud American, this, that, this, that, and the third. And I think that pretty much was the overall, or part of the overall consensus or the overall understanding of what the actual American dream was. But as we get older and as we have gotten older, the American dream kind of took a turn to what I think a lot of people weren't expecting. Uh, I kind of feel you on that. I mean, I guess my vision of the American dream First off, realizing people in other countries don't have it as good as we do have it in America. My vision of the American dream is like, okay, I don't have to walk down the street and be harassed by nobody. I can be in my truth and be in my own freedom. I can get money, get a job. I can go work for somebody if I want to. I can work for myself. I don't have to really depend on nothing. But in all actuality, it's like, we get so spoiled as Americans where we forget that the American dream is to be happy here and avoid the lifestyle and, and the the casualties of life that happen in other countries. You know what I'm saying? Like in North, North Korea and shit where you can't really go on Facebook or browse the internet like you want to because it's government sanctioned and controlled. Or in different countries where you have to, where a woman will have to hide her face or wear a scarf for religious reasons or where religion dominates the government and people just fall behind the religion instead of the government or whatever it is. Um, but the, the American dream is different. The American dream that I was told when I was in grade school was that here in America, you know, this is, I was younger, you're in America and you're supposed to graduate from high school and you're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to get this degree. You're supposed to graduate from college. You're supposed to go work on Wall Street. You're supposed to have this corner office, this beautiful corner office where you call shots, wear fancy suits, and you go see your family, and you live in this big house with a lake and all this and all that, you know, drinking the finest of liquors and smoking the finest of cigars. And live and marry, you know, save money, graduate. I'm sorry, save money, retire, then die, right? That was the American dream that was, I think everybody was sold. And I think the reality of it is, and I think that's why a lot of people go through that phase in college because, and a lot of people don't get the opportunity to actually grow and understand that phase because they graduated, don't have the opportunity to go to college. Because again, this American dream was so don't tell you the reality that, yeah, just because you apply for college doesn't mean you get in. And just because you apply for a college doesn't mean you get into the room you want to get in. You know what I'm saying? So now you're looking at a whole different American dream that 
than the one that you were sold. So here you are um, in college and undergrad and life actually hits you. So you're like, whoa, wait a minute. I didn't know that life hit me like this. And it's like, I think this American dream that was sold, it, it, it didn't necessarily um, come with instructions. It didn't come with um, with reality. It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't allow you to be prepared for when life actually hits you to actually really understand if that this American dream isn't what it was what what it was painted to be, I should say. Because the American uh, dream didn't so, tell so, us so, about Sally May. The American dream didn't tell us about um oh which major you should choose so you'll so you so you'll be lucrative so that so that it'll be lucrative to your future rather than picking a major that's easy. You see what I'm saying? The American dream didn't come with the instructions to tell you that if you graduate with a degree, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a job. That just means that you were smart enough to follow instructions to get a sheet of paper. It doesn't tell you that, oh, I need to network in school so that I can learn to network in, 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 so that I can learn to network in the real world or that I need to network in school so that I can um, get, the, get the job that I want or so that I can link up with people who I knew from school to get me the job that I want. The American dream didn't come with the instructions to tell you that Maybe I don't need to fool around in school because if I fool around in school, then that means I don't. I probably can't. Uh, I probably won't be war- warranted or granted the internship opportunities that'll help um, solidify my future. You see what I'm saying? It's just that a lot of people go into this American Dream concept and they think it's supposed to be laid out for you, and it's really not. Hmm. So, so the American Dream is more like a wet dream. It is. Cause it's, it's like I, I think it's more like the dream of yeah and I agree with what you're saying like it's a dream of success in America by following the rules that you feel you should set to live the American dream which is to follow all the rules and die with no money and be happy that you did it in America mm-hmm. rather than anywhere else in the world exactly but in, in, in some people's reality the American dream is actually enjoying the, the fruits of your labor, making hella money, providing for your family and generations ahead of you. It's like, to some people, that's the American yep. dream. Just, just that, that freedom to say, you know what? I can be a self-made billionaire and take care of my great-great-grandkids so they don't have to worry. And to some folks, that's the American dream. But I feel that if if you follow the textbook to the code, you follow the rules, you never really experience that American dream. You you get that American wet dream, which is sit back and vision what you could do with all all the money in the world. Sit back and envision what you can do with all the access and no excuses and everything that you ever really envisioned of doing private jets, all kind of shit. But the dream is just that. It, it's a dream that just doesn't really come into fruition in reality. Like you, you, you talk about the American dream, you envision it, but it's something that you never really experience in life if you're not cut from the, the cloth of experiencing that kind of life, I guess. You no, know, I, I agree. And um, to piggyback off what you're saying about the American dream, about uh, you can come to America and you can pretty much live what you want to live, that's another thing, you know, that's another point that I would like to step on. I got probably like two or three more points left that I would like to touch on, and this is one of them, so... For example, um, let's go back to high school, right? You remember my high school, you know, we chilling, hanging out, having fun, you know, doing stupid shit, you know, like high schoolers do. And like, 
you be in class, you know, you fucking around in class, you playing with girls, you know, you you you, you seeing you know you seeing them, you flirting with them, you writing them notes and shit like that. You know, you making you making jokes, making bitches laugh and shit like that. But then you look in the front of the class and it's and you literally it's going to be several names of people uh, or several several people with a certain last name that will be in the front of the class. Dude, can you tell me two of them? Off top, please. I'm not even gonna give you a hint. Who are the two last names? And remember, you went to Sunco, so you want you, you know you you was up there. So tell me two last names of the people who will always be in the front of the class, not saying shit, but doing their work. I want to say Patel. And one more, one more, one more. It's always still. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> 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 this nigga, oh, uh, this nigga here. But um, yes, Patel, bro, you're always gonna be a Patel. And I, I got a, I got a joke. I got a, actually, I got a, a, a serious joke about Patel. Um, and Lee, Patel and Lee. So it's crazy because you know, with this American dream or with this American lifestyle, I should say, um, kind of not to jump off on a tangent, but I think for the most part. A lot of Americans take the American dream, even though, you know, it's, you know, kind of sold at a higher price than it really is worth, if that makes sense to you. Uh-huh. Um, it definitely is also, even though it's not, even though it's not as valuable as people would like it to be, it's still a valuable resource being in America, period. So the reason I say that is because a lot of Americans take advantage of having access to what America provides, right? You know, like you said, right. how, you know, people come over here from other countries and they are awarded the, they are granted the opportunity not to live in such um, poverty. Poor ass conditions. Exactly. You can just call, call what it is. You know, such poor ass. They don't have to live in the yeah, trap. Yeah, exactly. They don't have to live in the trap. They don't have to live in the poverty stricken um, areas or poverty stricken conditions where, um, you know, people have to literally look over their back every day or look over their shoulder every day, you know, just in case for whatever foolish reason, whether it's a kamikaze, um, a kamikaze attacker or, or a suicide bomber, whatever the case may be, right? So I think a lot of Americans uh-huh. take advantage. Um, they don't, I'm sorry, they don't take advantage of that. They kind of take it for granted. And so that you have a lot of Americans who just will not take advantage of what they have here in America. But then, you know, the point of me bringing all this up is you have the Lees and the Patels who come from other fucking countries and come and soak up all of the fucking resources over here, either and they give it back to their family or they bring their family over here and they start taking shit over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm going to give you a fucking example, right? You know, now I'm going to jump off on a fucking tangent. So, I remember being in, I remember being an undergrad, and I had a, you know, God bless his soul, I had a, I had a, uh, a teacher named Dr. Hemingway. Dr. Hemingway was African-American, um, African-American studies teacher. And Dr. Hemingway, he brought it up one day. He was sitting in the, he uh, had us in class. He was like, um, class, let me ask y'all a question. Why don't we support our own people? And so he was like, you know, everybody was like, what you mean we don't support our own people? fuck you mean, bro? Da, 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 da. And he was like, well, why don't we support our own people? He said, tell me this. How many of y'all like Chinese food? Of course, everybody raised their hand. 
He said, how many, he said, it's a lot of Chinese food restaurants around town, ain't it? Everybody said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, how many of y'all like Mexican food? Everybody raised their hand again. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of Mexican restaurants around town. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many of y'all like soul food? Everybody raised their hand. And then he said, how many soul foods around town? Everybody got quiet. Bitch, only one, you know, we in Tallahassee, the only one that can fucking name was Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Of and then course. he was like, how come there's only one soul food spot? He's like, I can tell you why. Because we don't support our own kind. It probably was more or is more or would like to be more, but by, by people not supporting those kind of establishments, therefore they will never survive. But everybody be quick to run to a Chinese or Mexican restaurant, everybody will speak. You know what I'm saying? But it's true because, again, uh-huh. it's sad. It's sad to be like that, but, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's just, that's just, I don't know if you want to, you know, talk about our culture or what, but it's just that, oh, but, but, but the main point that I'm bringing is, is that these people, I'm going to call them, these fellow Americans, well, what's the proper way to say it without sounding like a fucking, uh, well, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go ahead and describe it, bro. Okay, I want to hear this. <laughs> People come to America and literally right. take advantage of everything America has to offer, but right. they turn around and they. Then, when it comes to people who are actually over here, people who were born over here, people who legit like been over here forever they don't take advantage of the same thing so now everybody capitalizing bro we can go we can talk about chinese restaurants we can talk about mexican restaurants we can talk about gas stations we can talk about motherfucking nail shops we can talk about all the other fucking bugs and everything in this bitch you have people from it's owned by a black person it's not owned by a black person it's it's owned by a it's owned by a foreigner you know what I'm saying? Right. See, my 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 thing is this: it's like look look how look how great America is right. to this system, right? You can be born here in America and essentially get what, in all aspects, is a free right. public education, right? Where your tax money goes to provide a quality education in a neighborhood school or a school in your surrounding areas, and you basically get a free education. Your books are paid for. Your parents got to provide the clothes and the supplies. Your teachers aren't paid shit. Your school facilities are probably bullshit. But you still get the opportunity to wake up every morning from 9 to 5 or 8 to 3, whenever your school starts, whatever. Right? You get a basis of a free education. Right? What happens here, and I'm going to lean on education here as the main premise how a born American and a, I guess, someone from a different country perceive things is... That even though the education is free, you as a child in fifth grade, third grade, seventh, eighth, middle school, high school, whatever, you're not looking at education as an investment or a business, right? You're looking at education school as, you know, I'm getting away from home, right? I'm, I'm going home. like I'm excited to learn in kindergarten. By third grade, I'm tired of this shit, man. I'm, I'm tired of these kids. I'm learning. I know how to read, write, multiply the rest of this shit. I'm done with this because I either want to one make money, two help my parents make money, or three make some kind of fucking money. I, I mean, by, by third grade, fifth grade, maybe you're really thinking, okay, I'm done with this shit because I'm not getting anything more intellectually inclined because 
I'm, I have a uniform. I'm on reduced lunch. My parents not spending no time teaching me no kind of educational fundamentals or rubric or any kind of that shit. So I'm just going to be a grown-ass man in the third grade right. or the fifth right. grade, right? But people from other countries, they come in and say, you know what? I understand the outside influence of what could I, I what I could be paying attention to, yeah. right? But I'll ignore those outside influences to take this quote-unquote free education and look at my education as an investment in a business investment in myself to actually learn this so I can end up learning about the different programs where I can open a convenience store in a highly deprived area and get a tax break for opening that um, business and at the same time keeping you as a 1099 employee to sweep my grounds and everything else to, to give you a job, I can get an additional tax break there, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's more on the structure of, from a healthcare standpoint, education, whatever it really is, that people who aren't born in this country really take advantage of the opportunities because they know in their homeland that a free education just isn't possible, mm -hmm. right? That in some kind of way you're paying for that or maybe education is only for the most elite like schools, schools are not meant for everybody. Maybe it's just for the elite kids, or if you come from a lineage of doctors and lawyers, then your children will be the only ones to go mm -hmm. to school. Essentially, everybody else would mm -hmm. have to go on the field. So, looking at it from that aspect, it's like you know what? It's more of the spoiled nature of black people or Americans. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna just say Americans here. The spoiled nature of Americans that make this happen because. It's here. We're, we're, we're born. We're born into a situation where education systems here. Now the healthcare systems here. The job markets here. Everything is here, and it's more of a handout rather than a work for. But people from other countries come here. Like, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna work for this because I want it. But people who are born here in America, looking for the American dream, would be like, listen, hey, it should just exactly. be given to me. Like my, my people are suffering exactly. enough. Exactly, and that's the crazy fucking part. You hit it. You 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 hit it dead on the head. You took it exactly where I wanted it to go. Because again, it's you like you said. You have people in foreign countries who don't have the privilege to go to a motherfucking college. Who don't have the privilege to go to a grade school in their own in their own you know country. Because like you said, schools, school and, and education and everything like that is only restricted to the, the privileges to the higher class to you know the people like it's it's to the point now and you know to go along with the patel joke um i was speaking to a pharmacist the other day and the pharmacist told me that they um that they had a, a employee by the last name patel and i said well you know is there are there pharmacists here like no they're a, a pharmacy tech and i was like well he must be i said he must be a disgrace to his family because I know Patel's gonna play that shit. And she said, Well, the funny thing about it is he in school to be an engineer. And I was like, see, now it would make sense because you know, when you when you deal with, you know, again, when you have you been to school so many years, you keep seeing these Patels and everything like that, and then and then you know, you go on, you look into the business world and you look into the, the actual world, like, oh, isn't um Sanjay, isn't um Dr. Sanjay last name Patel? Somebody last name is Patel. And um it's like, dude, like after a while, it's like, yo, this is this is nature. This is how they're bred it. Like they their culture, this is what their culture does. You see what I'm saying? And it's like that's just how it is in their country. Like, for example, uh, speaking to another pharmacist, and what they said was they 
had a a, a pharmacist that that uh, a staff pharmacist that worked uh, with them, and she and she said that the staff pharmacist was a uh, was a pharmacist that stayed with their parents, and her brother was a pharmacist, and they stayed with their parents as well. But the reason why is because they have no kids and they're of Asian descent, so therefore they keep the money in the family, and the, and the whole house full of doctors. You see what I'm saying? That, that's a culture mm. thing. That's just what the fuck they do as a culture. You see what I'm saying? And it's like they literally came right. over here to take advantage of the American dream, and they skyrocketing. That that's easily a half a million a half a million dollar household, easily. You see what I'm saying? But that's just uh-huh. what the, that's what happens. Unfortunately, you know, yes, you got some Americans that do it. Yeah, you have a, a lot of Caucasians that's, you know, up to beat. And yeah, they're living the American dream. But again, I'm going to throw it out there. The reason why they live in the American dream because the American dream was literally set up for them. The American dream wasn't set up for us because this is not our country. But that's a whole nother podcast. That's a podcast. We might have to title it. This is not our country. And then we just may just go off on a fucking tangent, lose a lot of followers, and become Black Panthers after that shit. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? But my point my point is is that the American dream, and I'm pretty much probably going to close or whatever, but the American dream is just something that it's, it's more so of a concept rather than an actual dream. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not it's not mm-hmm. a dream. It's not easily accessible like people make it seem. You literally have to follow the rules of the American dream in order of the quote unquote American dream in order to be successful in it. If you do not follow it to T to the T, then unfortunately, guess what, sir? You, my 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 brother, will not be able to live the American dream. And it's simple as fucking that. Exactly. 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 I mean, I, I still want to. I have to think about more aspects of the American dream because I know my my individual dream is that I want to live out in America, and that's that's to be a successful business owner with a housewife, kids, but I don't have to worry about their well being and their safety, and everything can be well provided for. But that mm-hmm. that's an individual dream. My my American dream would be more on the fact of having that equality, not necessarily based on race, gender, and the rest of that shit, but the equality of being like, you know what, if you want to go out here and be successful, you want to go out here and actually have an opportunity to do what the fuck you want to do and live a life that you're happy you're happy mm-hmm. about, that you're, you can make your family and your friends proud and, and everyone mm-hmm. else, that you you can have that opportunity to do that in America. Yes, you do. Because the, the access to... Yes, it is. ...opportunity is here. And even I think about one of my cousins who lives in Jamaica, how they don't even have a quality set of internet to where they can go on Facebook for more than three, four hours a day or are able to access apps like Airbnb, Uber, or or any kind of newer technology that we have here in America. But we sit sit and fight over expansion Mm -hmm. of Uber technology and share writing applications and the rest of this shit. There are countries who are sitting around here like, listen, I just want to be able to use the app. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to download the app, and they can't do that. So, so to think how easy it is where we can complain about dial-up service or Walmart connection or slow Wi-Fi, right. but in some countries, slow Wi-Fi is better than anything that they get on a regular basis. And it's like we're, we're spoiled. I think the American dream 
the the identity of it, the thought of it spoils us because it's like we feel privileged or entitled to this dream. At the same time, we are spoiled to the fact of we have so much, so an abundance of so much technology, abundance of money, access, infrastructure, everything you need, that we just discount everything as a whole. But um, it, it's I don't know what we we can do to make people believe well, in the American dream, but um, I personally don't believe in it. I agree, of course, um, because I just truly really feel like. That's why I say I'm like, oh, it's not necessarily a dream, it's more so a concept. It's more so a rule book. So, number one, the American dream was the marketing tool for America to make Mer- Americans buy into certain things, right? So, if it, for example, if they didn't have the American dream concept, if they didn't advertise uh-huh. the American dream for it to be this amazing thing, you wouldn't have people, again, literally dying trying to cross borders and water to get over here and you would not have people jumping in and out of school college whatever trying to have access or live this american dream so if the american dream wasn't so and it's crazy get this um everybody who's listening if you listen whatever go to YouTube, you're going to type in the American Dream and you're going to see a cartoon pop up that says the American Dream on it. Watch that cartoon. It's about 30, 33 minutes and it literally runs through the quote-unquote American Dream that we were sold. Let them tell you how they sold the American Dream. You just supposed to go to college, get a degree, and be fucking successful. When in actuality, bitch, you got motherfuckers around here getting degrees in sociology and shit and then turn around and they just fucking right. manage your ass fucking um, Burger King and shit. Now, you know, nothing against you make niggas at Burger King because I love me a fucking Whopper and the Whopper Junior onion rings with yeah, um, exactly. the onion ring sauce with the uh, Whopper cut in half minus onions with the cheese. You feel me? I ain't nothing wrong with motherfuckers being a Burger King man. But the point I'm making is is that you got all these motherfuckers who get these, all these degrees in school who you have schools like FSU that's giving degrees, random ass degrees that you literally can't do shit with. You see what I'm saying? And, and it's like, and that's what I'm saying. That's a part of the blueprint that you can't read. Like, you give me fucking, um, now you're stuck with all these loans about a fucking degree that you ain't going to use. So now you're stuck with, you know, and I, I had a previous article about this talking about um, the talented third because now you you went to college. Yeah, you got that part out of the way. But then when you went to college, you didn't get a degree that was meaningful. So therefore, now you can't be a part of the talented third. You went to talented tenth and you went to college. But you're not a part of the talented third because you got you didn't even get a degree that was meaningful for you to utilize for you to um for you to be successful later on in life. You see what I'm saying? So 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 you know come on so uh, like I said that's pretty much uh, how I feel. So yes, I don't agree with the American dream or uh, the, the American dream concept, quote unquote, because it's literally a lot of grinding that you got out here get out here and do. Um, where I'm at in my career, I got here in a very unconventional way with a lot of. Uh, with a lot of help from, from you know, from people that I confided in as mentors that felt like, look, Jer, I see something in you and I feel like I can help you along the way. And, you know, I thank God for him. You know, one of them is Marshall Taggart, one of them is on Virginia Baker, Anita Favors Thompson, you know, on the list goes so forth and so on. You know, a lot of good inspirational from my uncle, um, Michael Calhoun, and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, dog, if them motherfuckers weren't in my, weren't in my corner, 
I wouldn't be close to where I'm at career-wise or education-wise. You see what I'm saying? And same thing with you. You know, you, your career can be extremely unconventional. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your right. shit can't compare to, I don't think, nobody else that's in your profession. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, if you ain't yeah. if you ain't if you were to follow this American dream aspect, y'all have right. to be at the fucking double tree trying to be the fucking manager. Without no fucking manager. Exactly. Up shit's creek without a damn paddle. The the, the, Ameri- the American dream sets you up for failure. Exactly. Because it not like I said earlier, it never teaches education as an investment. Exactly. It teaches education exactly. as, as a as something to do during the day. Between parenting time and cartoons. Wow. Anyway, this is your boy, the Hip Hop Lobbyist, man. I want to first off thank my homie, Feezy the Great, for coming through and sharing his insight on the American dream. I really enjoyed the conversation. I hope you did too, man. Uh, more than anything, we realized that we can't follow the book path to get to the American dream. You feel me? Anyway, again, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. It is your boy, the Hip Hop Lobbyist. Once again, thank my boy, Feezy the Great. This is the Just Politics Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Sweet baby Jesus. Ooh, ooh, ooh.